Hello? Hello? Is this thing on? I hope so. I only have until dawn to make this recording, or I'll face a fate far worse than death. My name's Terry, and I'm a temp. About a week before Halloween, I was called to Busheltown for a temp job. This time I was temping as a local sheriff. The real sheriff, Sheriff Frogblast, had jury duty and was sequestered in the big hotel down the street from the courthouse. So they called me in to cover for her. The events leading up to what I've dubbed Freaky Friday began my first day with a temporary badge. But this doesn't have anything to do with the old Jodie Foster movie, or the Jamie Lee Curtis version, or the Shelley Long TV movie version. Nobody switches bodies or anything, but it sure was freaky. And it did start the day before Friday. Well, actually it began over a decade ago when Cliff and Kendall met a certain demon-possessed pig farmer. Or you could say they began nearly 50 years ago when the pig farmer became possessed. Or you could say the events really began thousands of years ago when Cameo, one of the presidents of hell, declared the North Busheltown woods would forever belong to the demons controlled by Satan himself. You can't go wrong choosing any of those as the starting points, if you ask me. They're all pretty important, but I'll begin the story the day I pinned on my sheriff's badge. Of course, some asshole cop's gonna pull us over now, of all times. Well, don't call the asshole an asshole when they announced how fast we were going. I won't, and I won't tell them you dared me to go 69 miles per hour. I thought we were on the interstate. I didn't know we were in a school zone. I had my eyes closed. Why? I was visualizing the way I want the miniature DeLorean to look for when I take the baby trick-or-treating on Halloween in their miniature Marty McFly costume. Visualizing? Yeah, it's a big trend on TikTok. No offense, but I kind of hope this cop shoots you. Don't say that they're here. May I see your license and registration? Terry? Is that you? Cliff? And is that Kendall too? These mirrored sunglasses are so dark, I didn't recognize you guys. Hi, Terry. Are you tempting for Deputy McStubbins? Nope. I'm in for the big boss herself, Sheriff Frogblast. She's got jury duty this week. Oh, I bet she's on the jury of that big Scopes monkey trial. I hope she gives Scopes what he has coming to him. I'm sure she will. Ricky Lee Scopes can't just take out an ad in the paper listing all the people in town who smell like a monkey. It's defamation, or libel, or whatever. And he didn't even put Charles the Contractor on the list. That's how you know it wasn't accurate. To be fair, Charles the Contractor smells more like a mule with a gas problem. You know what? You're right. Sorry to interrupt you guys, but Cliff, did you know you were going 69 miles per hour? I don't know what to say, Tear. It was all just a big misunderstanding. Hmm. As a temporary sheriff, I'm authorized to issue you a warning. That's great, temporary sheriff Terry. Thanks. I'll make sure he keeps his speed reasonable. I'll be like the opposite of the bomb from the movie Speed. Thanks, guys. I knew I could count on you. Sure thing, Tear. And if you're free Halloween night, we're having a big party at Cliff and Kendall's Playhouse. That's what we're calling our store now in honor of Pee-wee. I keep forgetting about your store, but I like the name change. Well, come if you can. As long as you promise not to be a speeder. <laughs> a speeder? I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
my, this is terrifying. Whatever is the matter, Sugarlump? I failed to use enough fabric softener, and Funky's orange autumnal hoodie isn't as feather soft as I'd hoped. I know it will strengthen her fortitude, dear, and I'm sure she's up to the task. I hope you're right. Maybe I'm just a little sad that Funky and Opie are going to be gone for a whole week to Halloween camp in Gasville. Rest assured, dear, they'll be back for trick-or-treating and the big Halloween party. I know, Daffodil, but mothers often get sentimental around holidays. Remember how I wept during that Labor Day linen sale at JCPenney? Oh, yes, but let's focus on the fun we'll have when they return. They'll look so adorable in their little costumes, even though I have no idea what they are. <laughs> Something from the World Wide Web, I assume. Well, Funky will be Huggy Wuggy, and Opie is going as a Twitch streamer called Xylophone489. <laughs> I'm not sure what you just said, but I'm glad to know that the xylophone is still a popular instrument. My Uncle Pepperoni worked weekends in a granite quarry just to afford xylophone lessons when he was but a boy. Oh, how fascinating. Oh, hey, Miss Butter 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 Cherna. I put all your luggage in the car for your big trip. Oh, thank you, Charles, but you're a day early. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought I'd go ahead since tomorrow's the big hands-on-a-hard pumpkin contest over at Myers Pumpkin Patch, and I plan to win me that 400-pound pumpkin. If you do win that enormous gourd, whatever will you do with it? Oh, make a buttload of pumpkin pies. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh. Well, I, I hope you'll donate some to the homeless shelter if you do. Oh, yeah. You know me. Wonderful, boy. Best of luck to you in the contest. Oh, gracias, dude. Uh, happy Halloween. Toodaloo. Oh, I hope Charles didn't pack that case of your prescription bowel water on top of my travel tea set. That could ruin our relaxing autumn vacation. <laughs> I'm sure a contractor as experienced as Charles would know better than that, dear. <laughs> I know we'll all have a wonderful time at the bed and breakfast in the West Bushletown woods. I was talking to Shirley from Sunday school, and she said the foliage in the West Busheltown Woods was breathtaking this year. Oh, my. I got so excited. I believe I had a minor bowel attack. I should have had another bottle of my bowel water, I suppose. Never mind, dear. I'll go get a mop and some clean underwear. The next day was Friday, the Friday before Halloween. Cliff and Kendall were once again attempting to go on a relaxing autumn vacation. Would this getaway be ruined by murder and mayhem, or would they finally get some rest? I believe Cliff and Kendall were asking themselves these questions and more as they drove into the woods towards a certain bed and breakfast. Of course I know the answers to those questions, but by the time you're hearing this, it's already too late. That was Monster Mash, one of the Halloweeniest songs ever produced. I know it always puts me in a good mood. In fact, I feel great. Fantastic. Super terrific. Now here's Bonnie with the news. Four more bodies were found this morning floating in Thumb Lake. Experts say they drifted down from the North Busheltown Woods late last night. That makes over a dozen dead during the period of late October. Many Busheltownians fear this is a sign that Hillbilly Willie 2.0 is wreaking havoc once again. Just to clarify, Hillbilly Willie 2.0 is the collective name given to a duo of demon-possessed monsters believed to be stalking the North Busheltown woods at night. 
Rumors suggest it could be a pair of monster siblings, a father monster and daughter monster, two monster lovers, or one monster and its platonic monster friend. There is no consensus at this time as to the relationship between the monsters called Hillbilly Willie and Hillbilly Willie. Back to you, Rockin' Rex. Thanks, Bonnie. Now back to the hits on Rye 99. Dinky, turn that blasted radio off. I can't have your head filled with the devil's heavy metal music tonight. We got guests coming. Okay, Uncle Elmer Dern. I was just trying to clear my mind, for crap's sake. I don't see how that could take long. All you got in that brain is the recipe for popping Pop-Tarts and how to steal the ladies' lingerie catalog from the library. You know I ain't done that since senior year of high school. Dinky, enough about all that. Did you turn the beds in the bedrooms and air out the drapes like I told you? Of course, Uncle Elmer. You think this is my first day here? We've been having this bed and breakfast in the woods for six years, and every year you ask me the same darn questions. Enough! Don't you enough me. I took you in when your mama went to prison and was executed. I didn't have to do it. I did it cause I'm a Christian. Now get your dumb ass down to the basement and make sure we got all the right props for movie night. All four of our rooms is filled and I know these people wanna relax, but they also want a fun movie night. I know that for crap's sake, I know that. You think I'm dumb, but I'm not. You think I won't stand up for myself, but I will. Oh, Lord, play me some sad fiddle music, why don't you? If you're so all-fired smart, you smart-ass, then I guess you know that one guest requested rubber sheets for her husband, and two different guests requested extra mints on their pillars. One wanted ten and the other thirty. I didn't say I was psychic, for crap's sake. Psychic? More like psycho. But I thought psychos was supposed to be smart. So that counts you out, you empty-headed, no-good nephew of mine. They should have lethally injected you right along with your mama. Now go get the movie night props before I throw up looking at you. I get no gratitude from that boy. If I didn't make $800 every month from the secret pictures I take of his feet, I'd throw him out on his ass so quick. Oh, uh, hello, and welcome to the West Bushletown Woods Brown Bed and Breakfast. I, I'm Elmer Brown, the owner, and I'd like to welcome you into my lovely home. Thank you. I'm Janice Wilkerson, and I have a reservation. Welcome, Miss Wilkerson. You're in our rosebud suite. Please sign the guest book here. Uh, do you have another party with you? No, I'm here for a one-woman vacation. I just want to relax under the foliage and maybe look at some pumpkins. I think that sounds cleansing to the soul. I'm heavily embroiled in the Busheltown business world, in case you hadn't noticed. Oh, uh, we get a lot of that here. Your room is at the top of the stairs on the left. I can help you with your luggage if you like. No, I am a businesswoman. I'm used to making my own way. Thank you, Mr. Brown. Well, let me know if I can be of assistance in any way. I live to give. Well, thank you. Good night. What is keeping that idiot dinky? Probably found an old Sears bra catalog and is indulging in his nasty urges. 
There you are, and damned if you didn't get the wrong props. It's Halloween, and we're watching the Rocky Horror Picture Show. You got props from our 4th of July shoot-along showing of American Snapper. You don't need a sniper rifle for Rocky Horror, you human tide. This ain't a prop, Uncle Elmer. It's a real gun. And to quote the American sniper, hasta la vista, baby. Oh, you do. <laughs> oh, shit, the guest book. Somebody already signed in. I better turn on the radio to cover the sound of me dragging Uncle Elmer's body behind the couch. Hello? Excuse me, hello? Did I just hear a car backfire? No, I- I'm sorry, ma'am. That was me. I was um, uh, popping a balloon filled with fake blood to decorate for the upcoming holiday. That's Halloween, you know. It's on Tuesday. Yes, I've been studying the calendar for business reasons. Will you be doing any other loud decorating tonight? I've got a few business calls to make. No, ma'am. I believe the rest should be fairly quiet. I will admit, your technique made a very convincing blood design on the carpet. I'd have sworn someone was just shot to death right here. Then my work is done. (laughs) (laughs) Good night. Good night. Now, I better get rid of the body before the next guest arrive. Let's see, what was her name? Pickle Bucket? Buggle Chub, something like that. Witch, witch, the witches are back. Witch, witch, the witches are back. The witches are back. A year later, and I still can't believe how good Hocus Pocus 2 was. It's the number one thing that makes me think we haven't died and gone to hell without realizing it. My bread at the Olive Garden was pretty cold the other day. But Satan would never allow something so magical and pure as Hocus Pocus 2 to exist. Not in this day and age, at least. Agreed. Hocus Pocus 2 and my baby are the only two things other than our show and our friends that make me smile in this mixed up world of ours. Uh Oh, and Susan. Oh, yeah. Where are she and the baby again? They had to go to Hollywood for a big business deal. Susan had a big hand in ending the strike, and they're still ironing out the details. But we'll all be back in town Halloween night for trick-or-treating and our big party at the store. But before that, a relaxing autumn vacation with no unexpected demonic visits. (laughs) Why didn't we ever think of going to the West Busheltown Woods before? The mortality rate is much lower there this time of year. It doesn't matter. I just know that this year... Finally, we'll be able to relax with a view of the foliage we've always wanted. And we can pick apples. We're picking apples? I thought you said we're going to the apple store. What? No. Hey, the dot on my phone just went away. I don't know which way we should go anymore. All right, let me check things out on my brand new iPhone. What? This is crazy. It's dead. I just charged it before we left. Well, I mean, we were pretty close, right? Seems like we should be. Just keep going... West. All right. Which way is west? You think I have a compass? Like I'm who, uh, who, you know, that uh, explorer guy? Like I'm Dora the Explorer? (laughs) You know, I think it takes me longer to come up with witty quips now that I've had COVID twice. I think you're just 42. 42. 42. 42. 42. 42. 42. 42. You know, I just realized you took a lot of turns there while we were reacting to being 42. Are you sure we're going the right way? If I don't have the right driving instincts at 42, 42. 42. Oh, 40. 40.
Why, this bed and breakfast is simply charming. Oh, it looks like it's right out of Home and Garden magazine. Thank you, folks. You must be the Potter Butter Butter Butters. I'm Mr. Snodbottom, and this is my wife, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. I believe we have a reservation. Oh, yeah. Uh, Butter Churn, that's it. I have you two and two more fellas coming. Yes, that'll be our friends, Cliff and Kendall. I'm sure they'll be here shortly. Makes my exploding haystacks look at your Halloween decorations. (laughs) Such realistic bloodstains. And the bone fragments and pieces of brain matter add to the authenticity of the scene. Thanks, y'all. I'm sure the bones are sugar and the brain bits are marshmallow. Am I right? Uh, yeah. Oh, now, Sugarlump, don't go spoiling your dinner. (laughs) I won't, but I must try some marshmallow brains. (laughs) Sounds like something Martha Stewart would have come up with. (laughs) Oh, well, it's not as sweet as I'd have thought. You try some. Oh, I'm sure it's more for looks than for eating, dear. <laughs> Remember, at the church marriage retreat last month, you told Reverend Whipple you'd be more open to trying new things. <laughs> All right, if you insist. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's for me, dear. A little too stringy. <laughs> Perhaps it's something the children would like, though. <laughs> They'll get quite enough candy on Halloween night. I won't take them any extra, even if it is homemade. Is it homemade, sir? Um, it's all natural, I'll say that. Fabulous. You are Mr. Elmer Brown, the proprietor, aren't you? Uh, No, ma'am, I'm Dinky Brown, his nephew. Uh, Elmer's dead. Oh, my, how tragic. (laughs) Yet I know he's in a better place. (laughs) Was his passing recent? You know, it it still feels like it just happened. I understand completely, boy. But fear not. The bond between a nephew and his uncle can never truly be broken. (laughs) Why, my own Uncle Pepperoni passed on more than 70 years ago. And it's like he's still right here with me every day. Well, it feels like Elmer's still close by, too. Like he's... Down in the basement behind the Christmas tree and the props for movie night. Movie night? Oh, that sounds like such fun. No, oh, it will be. I think we better get settled and change into our outfits for Rocky Horror. <laughs> You're going to be a beautiful Janet, dear. Oh, and you'll be a handsome Brad. I'm just glad we're dressing as them from the beginning of the film when they were both fully clothed. Oh, my. I don't think Reverend Whipple would like to see us wearing anything less. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Oh, tonight will be such fun. See you soon, Dinky. Oh, thank you for your hospitality, and I'll be praying for the healing of your heart in regards to your Uncle Bowie. May every autumn leaf and Halloween pumpkin be a reminder of Christ's love for you in this, your time of grief. Uh, thanks. Your your room's just upstairs, the raspberry suite. Wonderful. And remember, boy, chin up. I don't know why we didn't come here years ago. (laughs) I hope Cliff and Kendall arrive soon. They'll probably eat all the marshmallow brain pieces before we unpack your extra underwear. (laughs) Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn's prediction turned out to be wrong. As wrong as my prediction about the Oscar for Best Picture last year. I thought Avatar The Way of Water had it in the bag. Meanwhile, Cliff and Kendall were just getting out of the car. It would be raining. And this B&B doesn't even have a light on outside. They should have big light-up Halloween decorations everywhere. Maybe they're off because of the rain. I don't know, it looks kind of weird. 
Are you sure this is the right place? Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchurn said it was a brown bed and breakfast. It looks brown to me. But in the rain, it could be beige or even taupe, and we'd never even know. Um, sorry, it's been 20 years since my last color fundamentals class. Can we please go inside? All right, all right, all right. What's taking them so long? Aren't they expecting guests? And how did we beat Mr. Snodbottom and Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchurn here? You know they left way before us and only made half as many stops for candy, candy, candy. I'm sure it's bowel attack related. As for the people here, I don't know. Knock again. See, this is why I don't leave home. You go away for a relaxing autumn vacation and nobody answers the door. Yes, what is it? Um, hi, we're Cliff and Kendall. We have reservations here for the weekend. You have what? You are the bed and breakfast? I have beds and breakfast, yes. Great, we'd love to get out of the rain. So if you could just squeeze over, we'll come inside. I'll get the door. Huh. I have to say your haunted house decorations are great. The cobwebs, the dust, the old rotting furniture. It really feels like we barged into some old house that's laid neglected for years. It even smells haunted. I can't wait to see our rooms. Your rooms? Yeah, we're Cliff and Kendall. We're with Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn and Mr. Snodbottom. How are they not here yet? I told you it was a bowel attack. I know these things. Like, if you were late, it would be because new Jake Gyllenhaal paparazzi shots dropped on Instagram. Or if I was late, it would be because I had a family emergency since I'm a husband and a father. Okay, Miss Cleo. Thanks for your psychic update. Look, bed and breakfast lady, we love the decor, but we need to get to our rooms. I'm changing into shiny gold Rocky briefs for the Rocky Horror Picture Show movie night. I hope you don't mind if I champion body positivity with near nudity as we watch. So you're a fat Rocky, so what? Yeah, it might have taken longer than seven days to make you, but what's the difference? (laughs) Exactly. Traditional buff Rocky is like classic Chips Ahoy. I'm like the gooey, mushy soft batch. And I'm going to be Dr. Scott. I just hope it's not offensive to the disabled community. So long as you do it respectfully, it won't be. Okay, we'll just find our rooms. If we're first, I'm sure we get first pick of rooms. That only makes sense. All right, uh, thanks, ma'am. We'll see you when it's movie time. I hope you've got some caramel corn. If not, it's no big deal. Remember this part, Cliff? Frankenfurter. It's, it's all, all over. Your mission is, it goes like this. Your mission is a failure. Your lifestyle's too extreme. I'm your new commander. You now are my prisoner. We return to Transylvania. What a curious development. Who are these Bortles? They call themselves Cliff and Kendall, whatever that means. Why don't we kill them like the others? I think we should play with them first. It's been so long since we had this kind of fun. Okay, Mary, whatever you say. I think we will enjoy killing Miss Cliff and Kendall after we drive them mad first. (laughs) A test. Now, everyone, throw your toast. Oh, this is so much fun. I've never gotten to throw bread at home. Usually it's not proper etiquette, but tonight it is. I'm sorry Cliff and Candle are missing it. They love frivolity. I know. Oh, everyone, put on your party hats. 
Actually, I'm a little worried about Cliff and Kendall. I think I'll try calling them again. I'll be right back. Don't go into the basement. The, um, service is bad down there. Never fear, Dinky. I'll just duck into the kitchen. Hmm. Cliff isn't answering. I'll try Kendall again. He didn't answer either. Who else should I call? I don't want to alarm Kendall's wife, Susan, and Crockpot's at the big pottery expo in Des Moines, Iowa this week. Oh, I know. Oh, hey, Miss P, how's it hanging? Oh, it's not hanging very well at all right now, Charles. I'm afraid I can't get in touch with Cliff and Kendall. Have you heard from them? Uh, no. I'm at the hands-on hard pumpkin contest, and they don't really like you doing stuff like talking on the phone or getting in touch with people or yourself. <laughs> they won't even let you scratch your balls with both hands. <laughs> and my ball sack's itchy as shit, man. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, Charles, please don't use that kind of phrases on the phone. Or in person. Oh, sorry. Let's just say I got a bag of apples down below my hot dog. It's itching the fire out of me. But, uh, I gotta keep one hand on this giant pumpkin at all times, or I lose, get it? Yes, I get it, but I'm worried that Cliff and Kendall are lost in the rain. Well, at least they both got two hands to scratch with. Well, I, I suppose that is a blessing. Just promise me you'll let me know if you hear from them. Oh, sure thing, Mrs. P. Uh, now I gotta go. There's a tingle at the base of my donut hole. I gotta scratch. Bye-bye. <laughs> Goodbye. I feel like I should wash this phone after hearing such vulgar phrases come out of it. Tingle at the base of my donut hole, indeed. I doubt running the phone through the dishwasher would be good for it, though. Perhaps there are some sanitizing wipes in the kitchen here someplace. Let's see. There's a coffee pot, a automatic rye shucker. Oh, and a calendar with pictures of local barns. How darling. <laughs> well, the barn for October is orange. I wonder if that was a coincidence. Hmm. That's odd. On this calendar, there's a notation. It says Elmer Brown has a hair appointment on Monday, but he's dead. Something strange is going on here, and I've got to figure out what. But I'll find out later. I, it's almost time to ring the bells. <laughs> I'll tell you once, I won't tell you twice. You better wise up, Janet Whites. Your apple pie. Don't taste too nice. You better watch Picture, picture show. I wanna go up, 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 to the late night snore. <laughs> Double feature, two fingers, two fingers. Picture show. Click your camera. Click your camera. I don't think those are official moves. There aren't any official moves. That's what makes Rocky Horror so relevant after all these years. Anarchy. But now that the movie's over, I have to... Uh, I've been holding that for a while. And also, I have to say, something strange is going on here. Yeah, where are Mrs. Potter better better turn to Mr. Snodbottom? I don't even mean that. I was thinking probably a mule died in the road and traffic's backed up for miles. Or another bowel attack. Possibly, well, probably both. But the bed and breakfast people are acting weird. Yeah, they have killer decorations, but they didn't have Rocky Horror set up and ready to go. We had to watch it on your iPad. You think they would have provided toast and playing cards for every guest? Luckily, I had six extra packs of cards on me for magic tricks. And I subbed in fiber bars for toast, so that worked out okay, but... That dinner they gave us? I think those green beans were from a can. And the dessert? That apple pie didn't taste too nice. 
It was peach cobbler. Well, it was still bad. Like it had been in the back of a freezer for a year. Shh, they're coming. They're coming. I hope you gentlemen enjoyed the film. I, too, hope that as well. We did. You should have watched with us. It was a lot of fun. Although, well, there is a part where you throw hot dogs, and I may have gotten some hot dog oil on your drapes over there, but you can hardly tell since they're so dusty looking and also moldy in places. And I stepped on a prune over there. I really mashed it in that old rug. One with all the rat feces on it. Sorry about that. Think nothing of it. Kendall, I told you that's not real rat feces. The place is just expertly decorated. The dust is probably powdered sugar and... Well, the rat turds look like raisinets to me. Right, guys? Yes, you have guessed it. Oh, I love those. I have to grab a handful. Mm, not bad, but I can tell they've been sitting out a while. I hope you don't mind me asking, are you two married? Yes, I am Michael's wife. And I am the husband of Mary. And how long have you been together? Over 50 years. You know, you both have these great deep voices. I bet you'd be good at reading audiobooks. I was noticing that too. You'd also sound great on the radio. Thank you. I'm kin to James Earl Jones on my daddy's side. And I'm a great-great-grand-niece of B. Arthur. That's incredible! We love the Golden Girls. We all do. Now, Cliff, I have something upstairs I wanted to speak to you about. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I guess I'll follow you. Great. And Kendall, could you help me hook up a VCR in the rumpus room? A VCR? Sure, I can do that. There's a tape I want to watch. Murder she committed. You mean murder she wrote. <laughs> Do I? That was when Cliff and Kendall made another fatal mistake. They shouldn't have separated. That mistake was almost as bad as the one I made as temporary captain of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders last season. I got confused in the middle of the game and started running for a touchdown. I don't always get everything right, but as a temp, I always try my best. Oddly enough, it was about that time I stopped by the Hands on a Hard Pumpkin contest and ran into Charles the Contractor. Sir, you are disqualified. What, me? Why, man? You must keep one hand on the pumpkin at all times. Your left hand was picking your nose just as your right was scratching your undercarriage. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Why, man, I got terrible luck. Please step away from the pumpkin. Okay, okay, you got me. Sorry about the pumpkin, Charles. Oh, hey, uh, thanks, temporary sheriff Terry. You haven't seen Cliff and Kendall today, have you? I wanted to ask them something about their big Halloween party. No, uh, they're missing or lost in the rain or something, I don't know. Really? I wonder why they didn't call for help. Uh, I'm not sure. Hey, I'm gonna go buy some of them irregular pumpkins they got for sale over there. I still got my heart set on an ass load of pumpkin pies. Okay, see you later. Cliff and Kendall lost in the rain? I don't like the sound of that. First, I better call Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn and see what she knows. Mr. Snotbottom, I'm becoming alarmed. Whoa, whoa, so are my bowels and I, dear. Is it about Cliff and Candle never showing up? No, oh, it's not only improper etiquette, it's just plain fishy. I think something happened to them on the way here. I just got off the phone with temporary Sheriff Terry the Temp, and she feels the same way we do. I don't know what to do. I think I'll begin by praying. Well, that's certainly the most appropriate first step. Oh! 
Janice, it's you. Hi there, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. I hope I'm not bothering you too late. No, no not at all, dear. Is, is everything all right? Uh, well, yes and no. On the website, it said we get complimentary pumpkin spice hot cocoa before bed every night. And I didn't get any, did you? Come to think of it, no, we didn't receive any either. Okay, just checking. Not that I'm a complainer, but you like to get what you pay for. That's the first thing they teach you about customers in business school. I'll have a word with the manager, that Mr. Elmer Brown. Elmer Brown? <laughs> Why, how can you have a word with him? It's very simple. I'll go downstairs and knock on his bedroom door, just like I did with yours. But, 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 Janice, he's dead. Dead? No, he's not. He checked me in just a few hours ago. Dinky didn't check you in? No, it was Elmer, the older one. He had gray hair and it was all combed over from the side. You, you haven't met him? No, you, you see, Dinky told us Elmer was dead. You know, that must be some kind of Halloween prank. I'm going downstairs to get to the bottom of all this, including the pumpkin spice cocoa. Do you want to come with me? I, I think I better do a little uh, cleaning up here first. Oh, okay, but I'll ask about your cocoa too. Oh, thank you, Janice. Good luck. I don't know what to think. <laughs> Perhaps Janice is mistaken, dear. Well, that's an awfully big mistake to make. This is shaping up to be one alarming Halloween. <laughs> Michael, if you don't mind me asking, what do you need my help with? It's not me, it's my son. Your son? Does he need help with his algebra homework or something? No, nothing like that. Well, good, because, I mean, I can do any algebra you put in front of me. Calculus, trigonometry, all of it. But, I mean, I don't know if I'd be able to help somebody else do it. My son, Adam, doesn't have homework. He's a grown man, 31 years old. Oh, well, does he need help moving something? Like a piano or an entertainment center? No, no, he will explode everything. Are you sure I'm dressed for it? I'm still in my shiny gold Rocky briefs and nothing else. That's perfect. Go right in. Aren't you coming? No. Uh, Adam, are you in here? Yes, I'm right here. Oh, uh, I'm, hey, uh, I'm dressed as Rocky, just like you, in nothing but this little gold pair of underwear. I'll turn around so you can get a better look. Uh, uh, your, your underwear is a G-string, and I think the G stands for G. Where did the string go? <laughs> You're funny. And you, you, well, you, you look, has any, anybody ever told you that you look just like Steve from Stranger Things? Only, and I don't know how this is even possible, but your hair is even thicker and more luxurious. Yeah, I get that a lot. So what is it you needed me for? Oh, just this. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Dinky. Uh, yes, ma'am. I need to speak with Mr. Brown, Mr. Elmer Brown. Uh, I'm afraid he ain't available. Well, wake him up or call him or whatever you have to do. This is about pumpkin spice hot cocoa. You ain't giving up, are you? No, sir. That's one thing all my business associates will tell you. I never give up. Sometimes they even call me Tenacious J. Well, then, follow me. Elmer's in the basement. Thank you. I knew you could be reasoned with. 
I'm, I'm afraid it's a little dark and, and messy down here. That's none of my concern. My uncle was kind of a hoarder. He held on to old newspapers, out-of-date shampoos, and he owned multiple copies of every season of the TV show Hoarders on DVD. That's really too bad. Now, where is the other Mr. Brown? Over behind that box of Hallmark holiday ornaments. Hmm, all I see is... Oh my god, he, he's dead! And, and Dinky, what's that in your hand? It's a knife from our stab-along screening of the movie Psycho. It's pretty dull, but I think it'll do the trick. Candle, I'm glad that I have you alone. Why is that, Mary? There's a secret I've been dying to confess. Uh-oh, I'm a happily married man. I know I'm handsome in a Newman from Seinfeld kind of way, but I am just not interested. No, Kendall, that's not the reason. There's someone here that you have to meet. Someone you've always wanted to know, and now they need your help. Who? See for yourself. They're waiting just behind that door. You aren't coming? No. Oh, my God. Oh, hi there, Kendall. You're, you're M- Mickey Mouse. Huh, I sure am. But you can't be. Mickey is a cartoon. The beloved creation of Walt Disney. Oh, not quite, Kendall. You see, I am a cartoon, and I live in Toontown. Remember the historical fact-based film Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Well... It's all true. There really is a Toon Town, and all us Toons stay there when we aren't on the set. Wow, I can't believe it. (laughs) But wait, there's another secret. Another secret? We Toons aren't just any old Toons. We're also aliens from space, the ones your government has been keeping a secret. And Walt knew the whole time. This is all happening so fast. What can I do for you, Mickey? You can start by focusing right here on my fist. (laughs) Oh, boy! Things were getting out of control for Cliff and Kendall and their friends at the Real Brown B&B. Mr. Snodbottom, did you hear that? It sounded like someone dying. Oh, I'm sure it was merely someone watching television, dear. You're probably right. Still, I wonder what's been keeping Janice. She could be enjoying her cocoa. It was all probably one big misunderstanding. Well, I do hope you're right. But I still can't get Cliff and Kittle on the phone, and now my own cellular device is acting peculiar. This can't be good. Why don't I go and find a landline and call temporary Sheriff Terry the Zimp? With her on the case, it's bound to be solved quickly and efficiently. Thank you, Daffodil. I'll be here soaking your unmentionables in the bathroom sink. <laughs> I'll be right back. Now, where would the telephone be? I recall Uncle Pepperoni saying that a telephone is like a vein connecting a home to the outside world. It's on nights like this that I miss my uncle the most. Hmm, no telephone here in the library, and none there by the phone book. Can I help you? Oh, oh, pardon me. I didn't hear you. Saddle up, dinky boy. What are you looking for? 
Toilet paper? From the smell of things. <laughs> no, I am looking for a telephone. My dear wife and I are quite worried about our friends who never showed up. We're well acquainted with the temporary sheriff, and we want to get in touch with her on the matter. Oh, now, see, I, I can't have that. Whatever do you mean, boy? Fetch me a phone at once, if you please, sir. Okay. There's a phone down here in this room. I appreciate it. I knew you'd see things my way. Where is it? Over there by that pile of TV guides from the 90s. I'm afraid I don't... (laughs) Now I guess there's only one more to take care of. I know that last part was hard to hear. It was also hard to say, and... I know this next part will shockingly be even worse. Cliff and Kendall were in the basement of what we in the force refer to as the wrong B&B. And I have to say, trigger warning, if you are triggered by buckets of blood and big sloppy piles of gore, please plug your ears for the next few minutes. Steve? I, I mean, Adam? I'm, I'm not Adam. I'm, I'm Kendall. I'm Kendall. Mickey! Kendall! Uh, I was dreaming that it was almost Halloween and in the era of the Vietnam War, I think, and the doors were playing, but now, uh, now all I see is the grime on the ceiling. How does the ceiling get that dirty? What I want to know is, where are we? And why are we all strapped down? This doesn't make any sense. Mike took me upstairs to see his son, Steve. I mean, Adam. He was wearing a G-string. A (laughs) G-string? Yeah, and the G stood for G. I wonder where the string went. And I kind of think he wanted us to do it, even though he was 31, and that would have been a little scandalous. I'm not worried about scandals or G-strings right now. Aliens are real, and they're cartoons. Mickey Mouse told me himself. Kendall, do you hear yourself? Look, Barry. The pigs are ready for slaughter. Michael, Mary, your son, where is he? And Mickey Mouse, is he still here? We have no son, and there was no mouse. What? Then who almost seduced me? Seduced you? And what do you mean, no mouse? I saw him, big round ears and all. You saw what we wanted you to see. It was magic. Like sleight of hand? No. Like demon magic. Don't you know where you are? I thought we were in the West Busheltown Woods in a brown bed and breakfast, but now I'm not so sure. Oh, you're in the woods, all right. The North Busheltown Woods. North Busheltown Woods? Demons again? But we don't need any demons for what happens next. Why are you walking over to that closet marked tools? And why are you pulling out a chainsaw? Tell me that's a prop for movie night. Afraid not. Why are you coming over to me with that thing? Stop! No! Hey, Cliff. I'm doing some more Halloween decorating. Care to lend me a hand? No! No, please, no! Ah! Or two? Stop! Not his hands! Not both of them! Oh, God, what are you doing, Michael? Why are you picking that up? Why do you own two chainsaws? Go for it, Michael. It feels amazing. No, no, not my hands. I'm a piano virtuoso. Uh, 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 uh. I never liked the piano. 
but keep your hands. I want you to give me a leg up on the competition or two. No, no, oh God, it hurts so much. No, no, not the other one. I told you it would be gross. Now, just about the time Cliff and Kendall were being cut apart, I was in the squad car with Charles the Contractor. Oh man, this is a bitchin' guitar solo. <laughs> Charles, turn off the hits on Rye 99. This is serious. Now, what was the name of the place Cliff and Kendall are supposed to be staying? The, uh, West Busheltown Woods White Bed and Breakfast. No, 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 no. Brown Bed and Breakfast. Okay. I'll just type that into my police GPS system. <sighs> What's that big red line? It means traffic's backed up practically the whole way there. And damn it, it's a code 655. A mule died in the road. We'll have to take an alternate route. Oh, I'm sure everything's gonna be fine. But Charles was wronger than I'd ever heard him be before. He was even wronger than I was back in 2002 when I was temporary congresswoman and I'd voted in favor of the Iraq war. I didn't want Saddam to have weapons of mass destruction, did you? Anyway, at the real brown B&B, Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchurn was getting scared. Oh, why hasn't Mr. Snotbottom come back yet? And what about Janice? Maybe they're all enjoying some pumpkin spiced cocoa downstairs. <gasps> What's that? Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Chunk, I have a message for you. Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn was terrified, and understandably so. She moved as silently as she could and hid underneath the bed. Ma'am, I have a message from your husband. Are you behind the curtains? Maybe in the closet? Huh. I bet you're behind the love seat. No? Then maybe crouched in the hamper? Then that leaves one last place for you to be hot. That's under this pile of dirty underwear. Hmm. Not there either. I know you won't fit under the bed. Not with all Uncle Elmer's old National Geographics under there. He sure loved him some topless tribal women. Wait. Are his National Geographic's under the bed or under the bed in the Magnolia Suite? I think it's this one. Anyway, that old battle axe is probably hiding down in the hall someplace. Hey, old lady, are you out here, old lady? Miss Pickleboggle Brittle Chips? Oh, that was close. And how dare he call me a battle axe? Battle axes are sharp and useful, especially in a battle, which is exactly what we seem to be in. Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn didn't know how right she was. Wait, scratch that. She probably did. She's a very capable woman, and hopefully she's as confident in her abilities as she deserves to be. No matter what, around that time, Cliff and Kendall were waking up again. This is the end, beautiful friend. No, no, not, not my legs. Stop, stop talking about eggs. 
Not eggs, legs. My legs. They cut off my legs. Hold on. I got some schmutz in my eye. Let me get it out. Oh, my God. My hands. They cut off both my hands. Why? Why? Who was behind it all? <gasps> Didn't they say we're in the North Busheltown woods? Yeah. And those beguiling hallucinations were made with demon magic. Oh, my God. That means... Oh, no. It's Hillbilly Willie! And don't forget about me! Uh, The other Hillbilly Willie! My daughter! It was you two the whole time! No way, we don't have time for that! We simply injected a few of our own hell demons into Mike and Molly over there, Mary or whatever their names are. It doesn't matter anymore! They're dead! I separated their spines from the rest of their bodies before I came down here to the basement. That's why you're the best daughter a demon-possessed pig farmer could ever have. Thanks, Dad. Stop bonding over murder and mayhem. You mean Michael and Mary. Now what to do with you two? Why don't we let these guys bleed out here while we go dismembering at the old campground? That sounds like fun. But hey, before we go, how about we inject a couple of demons into these two? Just in case they live. Then they could be under our control anytime we say. Yeah, like maybe in January or, or next summer. Maybe even next Halloween. Inject us with demons? Yes, so you may feel a slight tingle around your donut hole. <laughs> no, mutilating our bodies wasn't enough. We don't have dignity or courage. We can't be amputees. And now you want to demonize us? No! Yes! <laughs> Just then, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Train was also in a fight for her life, but this time she had a plan. Oh, oh, Dinky, I'm I'm down here at the end of the hallway. What was that message you had for me? Where are you now? You want my message? You're gonna have to come out and get it. It's real important. Message is from your doctor. He says you're about to die. So you ain't into that pile of throw pillows? Okay then, you must be. Whoa, whoa! Oh no, what the, oh, Now you're right where I want you. What have you done to me? You slipped on my hair curlers and then Mr. Snotbottom's belt wrapped around you six times. And now you're being held down in that chair with an entire tube of denture adhesive. I think you'll find there is no escape. Well darn. Indeed. Temporary Sheriff's Office, we're coming in. Oh, thank heavens. Sheriff Terry, we're back here down the hall. Whoa, what's going on here? I just came for some info on Cliff and Kendall. Oh, we've been having quite a night here as well. Mr. Snobbottom is in dire need of medical attention, and I'm afraid you're going to need a coroner. A coroner? Oh, yes, Dinky Brown here has been a busy boy. Dinky, you're under arrest. I'd read you your rights, but the Supreme Court says we don't even have to do that anymore. Oh, for crap's sake. Now what about Cliff and Kendall? What do we do? Oh, hey, Terry. Yes, temporary deputy Charles the contractor. Oh, I just remembered something that might help. For God's sakes, what is it, man? I uh, put a tracking chip in Kendall's wallet. 
a tracking chip in Kendall's wallet. Why? Well, you know, his credit cards and... Say no more. I understand completely. And though your etiquette couldn't be more improper... If you're tracking his wallet, here, enter the tracking code into my police GPS. Oh, there you go. Uh, see, they're all the way over there. Kendall's wallet isn't anywhere near here. It's in the North Busheltown Woods! The North Busheltown Woods? Oh, <laughs> my exploding jack-o'-lanterns! Temporary Deputy Charles the Contractor stayed with the perp and waited for an ambulance and for the coroner's office to arrive. I quickly deputized Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn and we hightailed it to the location of Kendall's wallet. As we pulled up outside, I could tell something was terribly wrong. We pushed our way through the rickety old front door and followed the sound of screaming to the basement. No! 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 Please stop! Stop with the torture! Stop! Stop! Never. As I've reconnected with my daughter, we've grown more evil together. I realized I was too nice for too long. I never thought you were nice. Hey! I've got something nice for you. It's a magic trick. What's this I'm pulling from behind your ear? Oh, wow. It's your leg! Remember when you had legs? (laughs) What's that over in the corner? I think we have company. Come on out. Oh, God! What in heaven's name? So much blood! So much gore! Oh, Mrs. Potterbutter Butterchurn, Terry the Temp, is that you guys barfing everywhere? Help us! They can't help you now! I think she's right. No, wait! That's when I remembered something I picked up from a temp job back in September. I was a cashier in a cult bookstore, and every afternoon there was a lull between 2 and 3 p.m. So one day I picked up a book on demonology, out of sheer boredom. I read and reread the chapters on fast-acting demon expulsion remedies. There in the basement with the demonic killers, I rapidly, almost subconsciously, scanned the area for expulsion ingredients. I saw a bag of miracle Grow and knew it was full of nitrogen. There was also a bag of limestone gravel. I knew if I mixed those two with the wood of the camphor tree, we would be safe from demons for at least 48 minutes. But where would I find camphor? Then it hit me. The scent of Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn's Floral Blooms perfume. It was sure to contain camphor. I quickly borrowed her scarf and wrapped it around a mixture of gravel and miracle Grow. Then it hit me. Oh no! What is it, Terry? There's one more ingredient. We don't have it. What? What? Breadcrumbs. Why would there be breadcrumbs down in the torture basement? (laughs) I knew you were defenseless. Again, the demons come out on top. I think this is it. I'm dying. Spread my ashes on Jake Gyllenhaal's sidewalk so that he has to step on me. Breadcrumbs? (gasps) Like from toast! I've got toast in my pocket from our earlier screening of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yes! Crush the toast and sprinkle the bits over here. Oh my, that pile of debris is vibrating. Now I say, fee, fi, fo, flee. Go on, demons, get away from me. I can't believe that's working. We'll just kill someone else. They're gone. You mean if I'd have just piled up that crap like you did, I'd still have legs? Well, I also had to say, fee-fi-fo-flee, go on demons, get away from me. Kendall's unconscious. They both are. Are they dying? Not if I have anything to say about it. I'm going out to the squad car to radio for the police helicopter. Oh, Godspeed, Terry. 
I called for the chopper and then ran back for Cliff and Kendall's severed limbs. Luckily, I had a big cooler full of ice and sugar-free Red Bulls in the trunk. As a temp, you never know when you'll need a dose of quick energy. The chopper was there minutes. It happened to be nearby doing a routine check for dead bodies. It was that time of year in the North Busheltown Woods. An hour later, Cliff and Kendall were in the OR of Busheltown General being put back together. That was a few days ago now, and they're both doing great. The doctor even said with today's medical technology, they may not have scars at all from where their hands and legs were cut off with chainsaws. I don't have long now. My temporary time as sheriff is drawing to a close, and if I don't leave on time, it could affect my rating as a five-star temp, and that would be a fate worse than death. But the Scopes Monkey Trial is over, and I don't have to tell you how it turned out. I'm sure you read it in the newspaper for yourself. But Sheriff Frogblast is on her way back to the office as I speak, so I'll tell you this last part quick. It was Halloween night at Cliff and Kendall's Playhouse. That's a little store in the Rye Blossom Plaza strip mall. They were having a Halloween party. Thanks again, Terry. For saving your life and limbs, it's all in a day's work as temp. You know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, for that, for sure. But, but also for this pumpkin spice bean dip. It's so good. A little bit of pumpkin, a little bit of spice, lots of beans. Thanks, it's my own recipe. Oh, and Kendall, did Susan and the baby leave already? Yeah, it was past both their bedtimes. But I've got the whole night planned. It's general party like this till 11. Then we do a quote-along screening of Garfield's Halloween and then the Great Pumpkin. Then it's midnight, and that's concert time for me. That runs until 2. Your concert is two hours? I included plenty of time for encores. And yes, I know it will be your birthday by then, so I've got something appropriate. You'll lead the crowd in singing happy birthday? No, I've written you a new birthday song. It's called Kendall's 42, then in parentheses, next comes the big 5-0. Oh, God. After several encores, we watch The Nightmare Before Christmas, and then, for your birthday and the official start of the holiday season, we watch Christmas Vacation. That means we'll be singing the national anthem, you know, with Aunt Bethany at the end of the movie, and around sunrise. So then you can call Susan and the baby, and they can meet us at the Pancake Hut for birthday breakfast. I think I'm too old for staying up all night like this. Nonsense! Terry has a whole cooler full of Red Bulls. How else do you think I'm awake at this hour? And look at Mrs. Butterbutter Butterchart and Mr. Snodbottom over there. Wow, they're really pumped full of Red Bulls. <laughs> it's time to party, boys. Oh, everyone, Macarena! <laughs> but this isn't a Halloween song. <laughs> Relax, Kendall Boy, and get into the rhythm. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everyone! You're looking great, dear. Oh, dear, you're looking wonderful. Oh, I feel like this Red Bull's giving me wings. <laughs>